Yo, what is up everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Bucket. It is your boy, Drip here. And it's Splash. And we are coming to you on 7 9 20, 21, yep. So, game two of the NBA Finals just passed yesterday. And the Bucks are now down 0-2. Um, there's not much I can say. Since I did predict the Bucks to win, and I still think they're gonna win, but I, I the chances are definitely lower now. They are going to Milwaukee. I think they can definitely pull one out in Milwaukee. Giannis, he's he's low key been, in my opinion, Giannis has low key been the best player on the Bucks by far. Forty two and twelve, the best defensive force on the Bucks, a literal bulldozer. And then the Suns, the Suns just played a magnificent game as well. We're just going to get into all of that. So, Splash, first two games, man. What what do you think? Well, I think the Suns are just clearly dominating. And you know what's crazy? And what? uh, it's, it's, What's crazy is that Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they just constantly switch off every single game. They switch off their, their big nights. So, like, it's like... One one game, one game, um, one of them goes for like forty, and then the next game, they still have to play obviously, but they can sort of tone it down while the other one tones it up, and then they just switch back and forth, back and forth, and especially in game two when players like like um, Mikal Bridges when they step up, it's like I think Devin Booker said this in the post game interview, but it like definitely like takes the pressure off of off of a lot of the players. Because when you have, like, role players playing like that, playing big games like that, which he had 27, I think. Yeah, when you have that, definitely a lot of pressure is taken off. Players can, they don't have to, like, players like Devin Booker don't have to drop 50. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the Suns have definitely, the Suns have definitely been dominant. They've definitely been good. And if you ask me, every single game, every single time they've played this these playoffs, except for a little bit of the Lakers series, in my opinion, it's just felt like they've been in control the whole time, winning or losing. And that's, the, the feeling of that and the fact that they have been in control definitely contributes to them winning all of these games. But I just... I just, I just don't know. I think Milwaukee, when Milwaukee is fully, fully turned up, and I mean, I mean, fully turned up, of course. And and by that I mean Chris Middleton hits shots, not going five for sixteen. But when he's hitting shots, when Giannis is hitting shots, when Drew Holiday is hitting some shots, I just think the Bucks are too much for them to handle. The Suns were up. We cannot forget that the Suns were up by I think twenty-five points in Game Two. And the Bucks somehow, some way, got that all the way down to four. Uh, yeah, round four. It was, it was quite the ridiculous comeback. I must say, I didn't, I didn't think much was gonna come out of it. But it, it was definitely a, a pretty nice comeback. And I just think that the Bucks can do things like that if they can consistently just play throughout the game, and their open layups if they're falling. Then I, I just think they're an unbeatable team. Bro, when they're open free throws, bro, Giannis, you do not understand how many free throws 
well, you do understand, but the viewers, if you were not viewing that game, then you do not understand how many free throws Giannis got. And I'm not even going to lie. He, he, made, he made the majority of them, which is good. But he missed, he just missed a very good amount. That I think they're, I think they like, um, what, like in, in their comeback run little thing, uh, they, uh, I think they were like trailing maybe by six, uh, maybe a little bit less. Uh, but if Giannis had made those free throws, he definitely missed more than six free throws. If he had just made those six free throws, like, like damn, like but that game would have been he, a whole different story. If he had missed, if he, but if he had missed the shots that he put in the third quarter, if he had missed those, what was it, I think twenty points, they never would have even gotten back in the game to begin with. Bruh. Yeah, that's true. It was their plan of attack, though. And I think I said this in the last podcast. I said that the Suns figured out the Bucks, um, And they kind of did. But the Bucks bounced back this game with a, with a plan of attack that was just to uh, ch- charge Giannis into the paint, which is what, uh, you, which, which is what he's infamous for. Um, and that plan of attack is also infam- infamous for failing in the playoffs. And I'm not even going to lie. It kind of worked today, but they were still down 10 and 11 for most of the time. So it didn't really work. And maybe the reason why it didn't work was Middleton having an off game, and he does have a lot of off games. But but first of all, let's not just let's quickly not forget that there that when Middleton does uh, does not have an off game, he goes crazy. But still, it's, that's true. That's true. That's true. But the, yeah, the the thing there is also. When Middleton's not having an off game, Giannis is passing him the ball. Like, when Middleton's hot, it's just give him the ball and move out the way. But yeah. when he's not hot, and when Drew Holiday's also not hot, there's not much that you... Like, what's, what's he supposed to do? It's, when he's not hot, it's, it's give Giannis the ball and step out the way. Yeah, but, but that's, that's, all, that's all you can do. Because regardless... <sighs> He's gonna he's gonna either get a bucket or go to the free throw line. Yeah, I mean, but listen, it's really it's not it's not a hard thing to do to stop Giannis, and that's taking a charge. But it also is okay. It's not hard to like step to like to like stand there and take that charge. Like that doesn't take much like physical ability, like, jumping up for a block. Like, that, that doesn't take any, like, you know, like, skill, physical ability, something like that. But it's, like, the will. Or it's, like, more mental taking a charge. Or, man, this is, I'm just saying it's all wrong. It's more, it's mental because are you willing to step in front of that? You know? Are you willing to put yeah. your, like, body, maybe career, on the line? I mean, who knows? Like you saw what happened to Tory Craig, and it got Giannis the offensive foul, which is good for the team. But Tory Craig had to be helped off, so I don't know. That's not a sacrifice worth worth making, in my opinion. They were up like by eleven, so I mean, it didn't. It wasn't like it was a close game, and they were losing a key player. But like, like damn, damn. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I guess what you're saying there, in the fact that he, he could. 
be injuring or or critically injuring like he did to Tory Craig. But Tory Craig just feels like the vast majority. I mean, how many times has Giannis really given someone an injury that bad? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and Yeah. Oh, uh sorry. It's uh why it's why uh, I think in the regular season I think it's why it works so much. And I think in the playoffs when they play much more physical basketball, I think that's why it doesn't work for Giannis as much. Because people are, it's playoffs. People are willing to put their body on the line more. People are willing to do whatever it takes. Regular season, I mean, especially if you're a team that's guaranteed a spot in the playoffs, like when you're facing Giannis and he's doing that, you're just like, all right, let him go by. Let him get the two points. Yeah, it's the, not going to matter too much in the long run. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The the thing with the thing with the Bucks that the Suns are definitely taking advantage of is the Bucks have such a heliocentric offense. Just introduced a new word. Basically, it just means that their offense revolves around one thing, which is pretty much Giannis. And the Suns, the Suns' offense is just everyone on that court can hit shots. Everyone on that court can hit shots. In game two, they were all hitting shots. Like, ridiculous. The passes were on point. Devin Booker had Jeff T do a, a 360 spin. I don't even know how Jeff T is playing so many minutes. But anyways, he, he had him play. He had him do a 360 spin, which was absolutely... It was just, it was just crazy that he got him to do that. He, he had, I think, 31 points. And he didn't even start the game off that well. And Chris Paul also didn't even have that spectacular of a game. As of right now, I think if the Suns were to win the finals, like if if, if they were to win the finals, I don't even know who the finals MVP w- would be. Chris De- Devin Booker just proved in game two that he can definitely just step up to the plate. But And so did Mikhail Bridges. Everyone on that team can have a ridiculous game. Everyone that starts, DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges, um, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, those are guys that can just get a tremendous game out for you. On the Bucks, man, there's there's a lower chance that any of your five, any of your starting five guys are gonna get as good a game as any of those five guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, to be honest, that's really all I gotta say about Game Two. Uh, back to, I mean, they're going, they're heading back to Milwaukee. So, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, well, we saw what happened, unfortunately, to the Nets. And I I stand by this. I will stand by this till the end of time. The net, the Bucks got lucky with the injured Nets. That's, that's 100% facts. We all know it. Yeah. Everyone that dislikes the Nets, they don't want to admit it because they don't want to have that conversation. But it's literally facts. But... We did see how the tables turned when they played in Milwaukee, regardless. Well, yes, because of injuries, but still. The tables still turned pre-in- regardless. Pre-injury as well, though. Pre-injury. I mean, I think the next month, I think if, I, if I'm recalling it correctly, Kyrie goes down with the ankle when the in Nets game are three, up I by think. four. Yeah, I, I yeah. think the Nets are up by four with like a minute, 30 seconds left right before halftime. The Bucks yeah. could have won that game. And it, it, like, 
it, it is the same in the Bucks series in the in the respect that yeah yeah yeah. But I mean I mean even if even if Kyrie was in, I think they might have still won that game. Like the the thing is, the the Bucks the first two the first two games of that series, the Bucks were con- I'm talking about the Nets series by the way. I think the Bucks mm-hmm. were convincingly beaten. <laughs> like convincingly. Yeah, they were. Whooped. They yeah, were, and it, they weren't as convincingly beaten in these in this Sun series. It's a real possibility for them to win the next two games and possibly more. Well, that just shows how I good think. the Nets were, and I think if Kyrie stayed in, they would have lost by a lot because they were actually leading that game. They were they were leading by like ten, four over ten, four. No, 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 no. Like, like before. Wait, wait. Are, are you talking about the the Nets? Um, are, wait. Are you talking about the the Nets leading by four? Yeah, I mean, like Nets Bucks when Kyrie went down, the score was forty eight to fifty two, I think. And the Nets were winning. Yeah. Yeah. No. So what I'm saying is, in that game previously, before the Nets went up by four, the Bucks were winning by ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Like in the second quarter, first quarter, something I don't know, something like that. I, I forgot, but they they were they were winning by ten at one point in that game, and somehow, at the moment Kyrie got injured, the net the Nets were up by four. So obviously the Bucks were losing the momentum. You know, so I think the Nets yeah. would have won that game if Kyrie stayed in. But the, you the know, Nets I mean, the, the Nets definitely could have won that game. But all I'm saying is. I, I do think it's. I do think we're gonna be looking at a different Bucks team. I mean, like that's why the Clippers were so crazy because when you lose a player, off when you especially a star player off of an injury mid game, how many times it's happened every single time, almost every single time that the team's whole uh, attitude, their whole momentum, like everything just breaks. It happened with Kawhi Leonard in the Spurs game one when he got injured by, by. The the, the clown Zaza Pachulia. They were winning by like thirty against the the prime warriors. Against prime warriors, they were uh they were winning by almost thirty. And then Kawhi goes down and they lose. Same with uh when Kawhi was on the Raptors, uh Kevin Durant got injured, and they kind of lost the momentum. Same with yeah. uh, and then and then Clay Thompson was just the final blow. Clay Thompson was just like wow, like that just happened. Yeah, did not expect that. Like, yeah, like that. You see, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that the Raptors were still like in that game. Like they weren't like getting blown out or anything. They might have even been leading, but like still, like the Warriors just they weren't they just weren't the same. And then and then uh, what else? I mean, obviously the Nets. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, there are probably a bunch of other times where it's happened, and I'm just not remembering. But yeah, man, that's what happens when you lose a star player mid game like that. The the team is just like they just don't have that. I don't know, bro. They just don't have that fight anymore. It's, it's, it happens a lot, and what? Yeah, yeah, and that's why the Clippers but, were such like a whoa. But also, also like three out of in this okay in these playoffs. Three out of four, three out of the four series that the Bucks have been in, including this one, and this, this I think is going to be my final point. Three out of four, 
they've been down 0-2. And they've come back and won every single one. I just I just don't think it's that far outside the realm of possibility that the Bucks win these next two. Wait, wait, they, they went down 0-2 against the Hawks? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's that's the one that doesn't count, right? No, no, that that, that one counts. Wait, wait, but Hawks met the Haw- the Hawks lost Hawks game two. Suns. They did. Yeah. They went down 0-1. Listen, the Bucks have gone the Bucks have gone down is what I'm saying, and I, I I'm when the Bucks play in Milwaukee, and Splash has a tone to this. When the Bucks play in Milwaukee, they are a better team. Chris Middleton's a better player. It's a different it's a different story. The Deer District goes crazy. But yeah, that, that's all I'm gonna say for today. The Deer District is full of a bunch of delusionals. I think that they're the most worthy team this year. Bro, I'm just I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm I'm predicting the Bucks will win these next two games. But I Bro, you're tripping, bro. Nah, bro. You're oh my, bro, you are wildin'. You are wildin'. I, I have faith. I have wildin'. faith. I have faith. All right, yo. Yeah, that 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 that's honestly. If the Bucks win these next two games, I'll get you a chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Okay, Flash. You know what? I'm gonna take that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, y- yeah, that's all I gotta say. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next one. Hopefully, in my opinion, hopefully when. The Bucks are back two to two because that should be the. Actually, no. We'll we'll catch you after Game Three, I think. Yeah. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for listening, and uh, we're out. I'm Drip. I'm Splash. Signing off. Peace.